Welcome to this episode of Take 15. I'm Lauren Foster with CFA Institute, and joining me today is Dean Junkins, Chief Investment Officer at Wells Fargo. Thanks for being here, Dean. Oh, you're welcome, uh, Lauren. So you recently completed a survey of about 500 individual investors. Um, Two-part question, what did you find most interesting, and what did you find most surprising? Lauren, I thought the most interesting thing was that investors are looking for their advisor to provide more investment education. I think it's a very good thing that investors are looking for that, given what they've been through the last five years with the market turmoil and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, and specifically, they'd like to get more education on back to the basics investing concepts. Mm -hmm. Also some information on industry trends and industry developments. And they also specifically are asking for more um, product uh, information and education. And what are you doing to fulfill those desires? Well, Lauren, I'm actually speaking about that at the uh, CFA uh, Institute Annual Conference this week, in fact. Um, seven key investment principles for successful investing is really what I call back to the basics, and we're certainly talking to our clients about that as well as our own teammates. Okay. And what did you find uh, most surprising about the results of the survey? I think most surprising is that individual investors continue to be less and less interested in measuring their success based on standard industry benchmarks like the S&P 500. Um, so in fact, when we asked um, investors how they want to be measured mm -hmm. as far as their investment success, only 15% of them said they want to be measured based on typical industry benchmarks. Uh, so 85% want to be measured on things like absolute returns, mm -hmm. uh, return over, above, over and above inflation, um, absolute dollar growth of the portfolio, issues like that, that that are more related to their goals. Why do you think that has changed over the years? Why that shift away from that? Well, I think it's changed because I think investors are more focused on their, on their goals now, and they're not as focused on trying to get returns, and certainly um, the returns have been more uh, difficult to come by right. the last few years for yeah. investors, so that certainly plays into that as well. So do you think this is an opportunity for advisors to rethink how they communicate with their clients? Absolutely. I think yeah. uh, clearly investors are saying that they want to be measured on um, how they're doing relative to their goals. Right. And that's something that we're uh, very focused on trying to do. And, you know, and it can be as simple as uh, focused on uh, how am I doing in my retirement plan, mm -hmm. right? Am I on track to retire at a certain age? Right. Um, how am I doing as far as being able to generate enough cash flow or income to live on uh, in retirement? The whole scarcity of income issue is an important element for a lot of investors. So you mentioned that you often talk about the seven key principles of investing. And um, the first one is know your number. Um, what do you mean by that and why is that number one? Well, the reason it's uh, that we call it the number, first of all, is that uh, we've found that many investors have a specific number in mind as far as how much liquidity mm -hmm. they feel like they need for cash flow purposes and additional liquidity um, to sleep well at night. Right. And uh, so, uh, again, oftentimes it's a number such as $100,000 or $500,000 or a million or whatever the number is rather than a percentage of the portfolio. Right. Um, so that's why we call it the number. 
Um, the reason it's at the top of our list is because if you get this wrong, mm -hmm. um, it can derail the entire investment plan for the client because one of two things can happen. One is um, the investor can, in a period of market stress, can completely abandon their entire plan if they don't have enough liquidity. Uh, the second thing that can happen is they have to raise liquidity to get their comfort level up in a very inopportune time in the market. Okay. So another one of your principles is um, risk is far more than volatility. Tell me what you mean about that. Well, it's interesting to me that the investment profession generally measures risk based on standard deviation. Right. And many of the planning tools and analytical tools in the industry are focused on using that single measure. Uh, it's certainly a very important measure, right. but we believe there's other risks that investors, um, they're important to investors, such as leverage risk, liquidity risk, mm -hmm. concentration risk. Um, and the other point is that I've yet to come across an individual investor that said, please construct a portfolio for me that has a target standard deviation of 14%. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't uh, quite resonate with many investors. Right. And a lot of financial advisors during the crisis had to do a lot of hand-holding with, with their clients. Uh, and it's not surprising that they get very emotional when it comes to money issues. Mm -hmm. One of your principles is discipline and process trump emotion. Uh, but isn't that easier said than done? I mean, how does one sort of help manage those emotions? It is easier said than done. And, and a lot of it simply boils down to communication. Right. Is that when uh, the markets are more challenging, advisors need to communicate more. Mm -hmm. And they need to communicate more effectively uh, with, their, with their clients. Um, I also call this whole area investing when you don't feel like it. Right. And, um, and it's a really important issue that investors need to continue investing when they don't feel like it emotionally. Right. Um, I sort of um, uh, make this akin to a personal trainer, mm -hmm. right? Um, and if I only exercised when I felt like it, yeah. um, I wouldn't be as healthy as I could be. Um, and that's where a personal trainer comes in and can help you mm -hmm. uh, stay disciplined when you don't want to be disciplined. An investment advisor can help investors stay disciplined when they don't want to stay okay. disciplined. Um, you often talk about um, new investor paradigms. Um, can you give me an example of one of those? Well, over the last several years, there's been many new investor paradigms. One of, uh, one of them that I think is very interesting is that people used to be uh, concerned about return on money. And in fact, if you go back to the mid-2000s or the mid-90s, um, some, you know, some investor surveys indicated that, on average, investors were expecting returns of north of 20% annually. Right. Um, so return on money was very important. Now people just want to get their money back. Right. It's a return right. of money. So it's a yeah. di very different paradigm, right. certainly very impacted by the market turmoil that people have gone through the last several years. So speaking of market turmoil, in 2008 you published your, I guess your first book, uh, the anatomy of investing. You've got a second edition that's coming out soon. Uh, what's new? Well, what's new is I added about 40 pages of material, right. things that I learned from 2008, 2009 primarily, and refreshed uh, a lot of my data and charts. So, uh, again, that, that should be coming out shortly. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for joining us, Dean, and You're thank welcome. you for watching. Copyright 2012 CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.